0: Hello listeners from close and far, my name is Scotty, one of your hosts of the Diving Deep Podcast.
1: And I'm John. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, how are you doing today, Scotty?
0: It's been a rough week, but I'm glad to be here today so we can talk about Soul, Pixar's latest film. John, what did you think of Soul?
1: Alright, let me tell you. I thought it was just a great film in general. I didn't expect it to be as long as it was, but like... Just the animation was just beautiful to me, I thought. Like, it's just beautiful. Uh,
0: did you watch it for the first time today?
1: Uh, no, this was my second okay, time okay, watching yeah,
0: it. Same. It was my second time as well. I love this movie. This is one of Pixar's best, I believe. They've they've made so many amazing movies, but something about this was just next level, on that same level as movies like Up, Monsters, Inc., the some of the Toy Stories. It was beautiful
1: mm. Mm. yeah the jazz part amazing like just the music of it yeah. i thought was just awesome mm. and the opening the opening of the app, uh, the children band playing
0: yeah the music uh, was amazing from two different perspectives like one from the actual like the score of the movie like everything playing in the background and then from the stuff or from the time the music is focused on like Uh, the performances and the middle school band and all of it was so beautiful.
1: Man. And that, uh, what was it? 22. Is that the... Yes. The soul's name? Yeah, Yeah. all right. My God. I I liked her character, but at the same time, she annoyed me.
0: I think that was definitely the point.
1: Yeah. To try
0: and get people to like not be on her side.
1: But at the same time, Joe did tell a uh, unborn baby that she's pointless. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah not nice, Joe.
0: Not not a good thing, Joe. Who is about.
1: Joe played by? Jamie it Fox. Jamie? It was. Yeah, that I thought he I was, recognized boys.
0: He was incredible. Just awesome. Good job, Jamie. Mm-hmm. I barely even know what to talk about for this movie, just because I don't know what. Just like last week The Mandalorian season two, I, I can only say a limited amount of things. Because all of it just res- results in this is amazing. Yeah. The like the animation style I think is definitely something we need to talk on, as I think this is probably Pixar's most beautifully animated film. Mm-hmm. Just how real it, how realistic everything in New York City looked, and then the aesthetically pleasing, uh, great before. All, oh, yeah, of, yeah. all of the animation nailed it out of the park, especially with the two D stuff. Like, the Jerrys and Terry and how they were 2D, but how they looked just perfect. It was magnificent.
1: Mm -hmm. And how they, like, when Terry went over to go find uh, Joe and stuff like that, just, like, how he blended into everything. I thought that was very artistically pleasing. Like, he became the pedestrian sign at one time. Yeah. And the chip. Beautiful.
0: This movie is... I don't even know what to say. I literally can't say anything. Say it's a bad movie. No, I physically cannot do that. This is quite literally the opposite of a bad movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did want to talk about how beautiful the message of the movie is. And, like, I've seen so many people online, this movie completely changed their perspective on life. Uh It's like some of the dialogue, like, if I died today, my life would amount to nothing. Mm-hmm. Some heavy hitting stuff.
1: Yeah, that is pretty heavy. The hitting. writing
0: on this movie was brilliant. I'm gonna look up who wrote it.
1: I don't know who because uh,
0: they really know what they're doing. It was like oh, Pete Doctor, Kemp Powers, and Mike Jones. Pete Doctor is like one of Pixar's legends. He directed this movie as well. He like he did Inside Out, Soul, Monsters Inc., Wall-E. Uh. Like so he,
1: pretty much all of the classics.
0: Yeah, he's worked on a lot of Pixar's best stuff.
1: Dare I say he is Pixar?
0: From a perspective, yes, he is Pixar.
1: Did this movie changed your life, Scotty. Did you get like? You know new outlook.
0: I think I, I think it. I, I kind of did. This movie came during Christmas, and that's when the seasonal depression, if you will, start to set in. Like school oh, was yeah. at that point where. You know, the first couple months, everything was going great, but then, as we kept going on, I was just like, ugh. But then this movie came out, and at least for a little while, had me thinking a little differently. Even though, you know, school this year sucks, everybody knows that, and this came out right in the middle of our break. And it just kind of inspired me a little bit to look at the positives in the negatives. So... Soul. Soul. I think uh the shining character was Moonwind.
1: Oh, yes. What a great the
0: character Moonwind is. Just signed. Graham Norton's uh, comedic performance kind of carried part of the movie.
1: That was Graham Norton?
0: Yeah, that was Graham Norton. He was pretty good, dare I say.
1: I did not know that. Mm-hmm. He was... Uh, sign Flipper by day and by night he was the captain of the ship. Yeah, catching lost souls. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, are gonna give me nightmares. The lost souls. Those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I think they were a little scary the first part, like the first time we saw them. Then as we watched 22 become one and it almost helped to humanize them. And it was like Joe went into them and it was just 22's demons uh, staring her down and stuff.
1: Ah, yeah.
0: Now, also, this is a Pixar movie, but this movie is not for kids.
1: Yeah. Like, you can, you
0: can turn it on, and a kid can watch it and enjoy it, but they're not going to take away from it the same thing that a teenager or an adult will.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it definitely has a way deeper message beneath. than children. Yeah.
0: This movie, the message of it is not for, like, children 10 and below. I think we are the target audience for this movie. Teenagers who believe that life is meaningless.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that message.
0: Mm-hmm, it's a good message, a very good message. And I they think they did a beautiful job of conveying the message as well. Soul is a masterpiece.
1: Now, I, I run a review channel, so I can't call anything a masterpiece. That's true. Uh, uh without getting criticized but i would say this is up there all right all right that's all so i need hopefully to hopefully, no one no one comments underneath you know saying something like i don't like your opinion john
0: no but it's your opinion john
1: well i am a world-renowned critic well of, of course all yes movies,
0: the greatest instagram reviewer to ever grace the earth God, i so. don't know how was your week john
1: my week was good. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, what, I was excited. What Friday? What was Friday? Going home. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting pizza. Nice from where? Sitting, from Uh, my father. Oh. Reg, homemade. Wow. Pizza. That's that's pretty awesome. He got pretty good at it too. Not gonna lie. But then we sat down and watched WandaVision. Nice, nice. Episode 7.
0: Good episode. Spoiler alert. It's been Spoiler. Agatha all along.
1: It was. Um, Wo- that was such a bop. Oh, I know. Like,
0: and that was uh, Catherine Hall voice, uh singing it. Yeah, I, I saw that on Twitter a few hours ago. That was uh, all her singing.
1: She can sing too? But My she, God. Killed, One of the great... she killed Sparky. Dude, that's evil. Oh.
0: And she, she was controlling Pietro. Did you watch the post credit scene? Did you see the post-credits scene? Uh,
1: yeah, where uh, Rainbow got... Snooper's like, gonna snoop. That's
0: all Evan Peters said. So do you think... So I think she's still controlling him, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But oh, I have no clue where it's gonna go. I think I'm now on team... This is the multiverse, and this is Peter Maxima from the X-Men movies. Oh. I think I've switched to that team we watched Agatha control him in that montage so that brings me to the conclusion that she must have some powers with the multiverse because it's not like she enlisted the help of him she forced him to help her so that means mm-hmm. that you know he's helping against his will which means that it has to be peter maximoff from the x-men movies yes which to gives be, me like hope a real person but in the last episode, we're going to get another like sweet dreams type moment where you know time freezes and he just gets to go around probably saving uh the people of Westview.
1: Mhm. That. Yeah. You no, know, I hope that happens. Well, one thing I oh. have mm-hmm. is it's very interesting, okay? So the twins, we don't know where they are. I do not That's think true. they're dead yet, but I think they like House of M style will die. Possibly, or maybe. Who knows? I get hurt, think dead. I don't know.
0: I think they're gonna be able to make it out of this. I brought that up in our Wandavision episode, but I genuinely believe that they will survive.
1: Oh yeah, because they need to make the uh the Young Avengers. Yeah, Young Avengers. Yes.
0: You can get Wicked and Speed, Tommy and Billy, uh, Kate Bishop, Miss Marvel. And that's four members right there. And I'm sure Loki's going to have some weird stuff in it. You can get, like, Kid Loki, who is a member of the team in the comics. And that's five members right there. Just get, like, one or two more, and you've got a full functioning team. So.
1: Beautiful. hmm Do you think, like, Wanda's going to think that they're dead and then break the multiverse or something like that?
0: Yeah, I think there's going to be a fake out where she thinks they're dead. But maybe it's like a post-credit scene where like, they're aged up into teenagers and they're still alive.
1: Uh, that could be the
0: post-credit scene in the last episode.
1: I could see that happening.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. But I also think this episode... No, this show could very well introduce mutants. Uh, I I really think... Because we watched Monica get powers in the last episode. Oh, just yes. from the Hex. So what if like the Hex expands like all the way through space and like the people who get affected by it the same way monica did become the first mutants
1: mm-hmm. is monica a mutant in the comics
0: no at all that's that's oh, okay. the disregarding factor because some of the mutants are older so like you know professor x and magneto you know magneto was a victim of world war ii uh wolverine's been around with the civil wars so there are definitely are some factors that could go against that But I also won't be shocked if they try to take a different approach to the X-Men. And they do it through one of their main characters introducing
1: the world to the mutants. That is an interesting point.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was talking, I think Evan Peters is Peter Maximoff. So I think that still opens up the door to Magneto showing up. Yes. I'm still really hoping, because Paul Bettany said an interview... That, that he's been teasing for weeks now. There's some huge actor that he really wants to work with that shows up in this show. And he said it's not Evan Peters, and he said he's seen the internet theories, and it's not Benedict Cumberbatch either. So who mm. could it be? It has to be someone substantial. So Michael. Or it could be Ian McKellen, too. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like Ian McKellen... Er, I don't know, because... Ian McKellen is an older British actor, and you know, like Paul Bettany's like forty five. So Ian McKellen's been around his whole life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know him saying, "I've wanted to work with this actor my whole life," it could be Ian McKellen, but he also could be throwing uh, throwing that as a tease, and it's really just someone he's wanted to work with for a while, possibly like okay, a fast-bender right. as Magneto. Who
1: knows? It's one of the Magnetos.
0: It. it I can't see it not being Magneto mm-hmm. um, What
1: happens if they throw Like a curveball and choose Like mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart or something? Like
0: no that? Patrick Stewart actually said He's not coming back he said he actually talked to Kevin Feige about P- uh, Professor X And he said he doesn't want to Because of how great him and Hugh Jackman's endings were in Logan
1: Oh uh, yeah yeah So his ending was good in that movie
0: I don't see him coming back. I don't see but you know, my, Ian McKellen we never really got a definitive ending for his character, his Magneto. Mm-hmm. So, it could be Ian McKellen, but because I think it's Evan Peters as Peter Maximoff, then Ian McKellen wouldn't make sense and Michael Fassbender would be the one of the Magnetos that made sense. So,
1: mm-hmm. I think you're right with the the Michael man.
0: Mm. now what are your thoughts on the greatest character on the show jimmy woo
1: oh man let me tell you the man he can't i don't i don't know how to explain it to you he's got this aura around him right Mm -hmm. that just makes you want to scream jimmy woo everywhere you go
0: he does randall park is such a talented actor and whoever would have thought he'd be using his talents best in an in a marvel miniseries about avengers and a sitcom while the one of them's going insane and holding a whole town hostage
1: who would it get Mm -hmm. apparently like he might actually get his own tv show i was just
0: gonna say that one one guy on twitter he's like a tv writer he said that uh he's been in contact with marvel and he's writing a a a pitch for like a jimmy woo x-files show
1: that would in, be so good. Because in
0: the in the comics, Jimmy Woo does lead a team called the Agents of Atlas. Like he's like oh. he's a he's a pr- relatively big character in the comics. He's done some stuff, so to have him take a bigger role in the franchise, I think would just be brilliant.
1: Oh man, good old Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Woo. The guy, when he punched that, I was like, yes, yes. get into the right. action. And then he drove so fast. Oh wait, no. That was actually Monica mm-hmm. Rambeau. Never mind. I was gonna talk about his driving skills being on point, but we we haven't seen him drive really yet. Um, no. so. I
0: yeah, but I'm sure he's a great driver because he's Jimmy Woo.
1: Yeah, he's probably is a great driver mm-hmm. and a great gunsman.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure. He is an FBI agent after all, and the most talented of all of them.
1: It's kind of hard to see him as an FBI agent, because I've seen him in so many other things. He's in so much.
0: He has like 153 acting credits on IMDb. That's more than like any other uh, main NCU actor.
1: He's just inserted into everything. He
0: really is. Like, I don't know how he does it. He must be constantly working.
1: Yeah, he's got to be everywhere.
0: He's just the greatest...
1: I watch most of my movies primarily for him.
0: Yeah, well, of course. He's been in so many. You gotta...
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think the name Jim uh, in the comics and the TV show have to do with him no, being stop, stop. Jim? Ha-
0: no, no. I'm not going there. I hate that joke no, so much because The Office fan base is terrible. I hate, I hate the fan base of The Office. <gasps> I, I'm, I'm just speaking my mind here. The fan base of The Office is so incredibly toxic sometimes. And just now whenever they see Randall Park, they have to say, oh, it's John Krasinski. Yep. Like, I literally saw a tweet. It's like, oh my god, guys. What if John Krasinski gets cast as Mr. Fantastic and he meets Jimmy Woo? And then you know Jimmy Woo introduces himself. James Woo, FBI. And John Krasinski goes, can I call you Jim? I wanted to pull my hair out when I saw that.
1: Well... I'm glad I could get your intake on the the TikTok, the TikTok trend. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of went off on those, uh, the Office fans.
0: I know, they deserve what it. What do you
1: think? What do you think about the Rick and Morty fan base?
0: They're arguably worse.
1: About friends, you like the friends fan base. So,
0: oh, the friend fan base isn't that bad, but they're kind of like The Office. Really think they have a superiority complex, but I think it's lesser. But it's because it's also just a lot of white girls, so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The, I think uh, Parks and Rec fan base has the best fan base. Well, yeah, because Parks
0: and Rec is the greatest comedy show,
1: yeah. There's no superior com- superiority complex here, folks. There's mm. only little it sebastian and ron swanson yeah well, that's, well, that's all it is in the
0: parks and Rec fan base because once again it is the greatest comedy show of all time what did you think of the special they did in april of last year oh my god that was 10 months ago
1: Do. did you see that i i watched it it's hard to remember exactly what it was happening. Oh, i loved so, it so much it was like a zoom call between yeah. all of them yeah i saw it. i love that mm. Cause it was like just like a cast, yeah. But it was like
0: an actual episode too. It's not like you know, like Friends is doing like that cast reunion on HBO Max or whatever. Now this was an actual episode of Parks and Rec, but filmed on a Zoom call. So uh John Soul Soul Soul. You know, I'm just gonna soul. look up Soul, and the first thing that comes look up, up we're just gonna talk about it. You soul got it. 2020. Nope, S- not spole Soul. Google Reviews says the movie is touching, inspiring, a must-watch, heartwarming, thought-provoking, feel-good, uplifting, emotional, unique, with inspirational characters. Hmm. I, I'd have to agree.
1: I'd have to agree as well.
0: Now, I saw like 17 movies in 2020. Like, 2020, 17, 2020 movies. And I think this was easily the best and yeah Yeah, second place i think would have to be the trial the chicago seven which is a netflix movie about uh the chicago it's a true story the chicago seven who like were protesting uh in chicago and got arrested great movie uh it's actually free on youtube right now because netflix is pushing Or the verdict came out 51 years ago this weekend So Netflix is also pushing to get a best picture. So they made it free on YouTube this weekend for Uh, anyone to watch.
1: I have never seen that, but I will give it a watch.
0: Yes, check it out, please. It's a beautiful movie. Sounds
1: sounds beautiful.
0: It it really is, you know.
1: Uh, I just thought of a weird question. Yes, ask away. Does Agnes have a husband or does she not anymore is it like
0: i think ralph is real and i think Mm -hmm. ralph is nightmare that's where i'm at right now so wanda is being controlled by agatha and i think agatha is being controlled by ralph who is actually nightmare who is going to be the villain in dr strange 2
1: i think that's so is Mephisto just, like, gone at this point? Yeah, I, I think, think
0: we need to give up on Mephisto, because I looked into it, and, you know, he's literally the devil, and mm-hmm. something with the CCP, like China, uh, they don't like imagery around surrounding the devil for some reason.
1: We need to add the devil in, mm-hmm. and here's three reasons why. Number one, it's, it's the devil. It's the ultimate bad guy. I mean... you're You're right. No one can disagree. It's not like Thanos where like, you know, you can kinda of see where he is. No, it's the devil. Alright? Think about it that way.
0: I am thinking about it that way.
1: And that's the only reason.
0: John, what have you been uh, twirling around in your hand for the past twenty minutes?
1: Uh it is a practice butterfly knife. Uh <laughs> I I found it the other day behind my uh my bed and I've just been, you know. Really? That's
0: thrown. that is a really great story. I know. John's butterfly knife is it is going to be used in your plan for world domination?
1: Um, it's going to be the start. This is how I intimidate people, but with a real one. Got it, got it. Yeah. Except on camera, we can't use that. Oh no, no no. Yeah, copy strike. We got the fake. So we got the fake one. So fake one. See. Hmm. No. No. Nope. Sharp.
0: Look at that. Who would have thought? Oh. John, can you believe it's already February 20th on the day we're recording this?
1: No, it felt like a year hasn't even passed. Like, I remember I was talking to one of my friends. And I was like, yeah, last summer. And he was like, John, last summer we didn't do anything. And I was like, yeah. oh, it was 2019 that we did that. <laughs> and he was it.
0: No t- time is irrelevant, yet somehow we are like 350 days or 340 days away from celebrating the one-year anniversary that the world came to a stop.
1: The COVID, mm-hmm. uh, COVID, I don't know. We have to come up with a catch nickname like, for it. It's just, it's, cr- it's
0: crazy. My birthday, or I'm going to be one of the last people in the world to have a normal, bur- or to have a quarantine birthday for the first time. Like, we're coming up on people that are going to have theirs for the second time. My birthday is March mm-hmm. 10th so i got one of the last days of peace in the real world but um, that's like 18 days away once again and here we are you know
1: Mm-hmm. yeah society man we, is, it's really taking a beer mm-hmm.
0: we live society. in a society where honor is a distant memory isn't that right batman
1: that is right mm-hmm Justice League trailer came out, people.
0: And what a good trailer oh it was. God. I'm so excited for this movie.
1: It's how'd you feel about Dark Side?
0: He looks pretty good. I'm
1: I like him. Do you like how he looks and stuff? Yeah,
0: I don't understand why people are taking an issue with him.
1: I don't I don't know how to feel about it. Like it's not necessarily I don't like it, it's different, I, mean, I feel like.
0: I mean he looks like he does in the comics, I think. Like I don't know. I saw
1: a weird crystal thing on him. Yeah,
0: like, he looks more co- comic accurate than Thanos did.
1: That's very So, funny.
0: and if people are gonna... Yeah. Just like...
1: Oh my know. god, he's beautiful.
0: I think he looks really good. You know, obviously his colors are a little bit toned down than he, they normally would be, but, like, the actual design of him is spot on.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Also, uh, that wolf. Uh, what's his name? Wolf something. Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah, that guy. How does he get his helmet on? Because I I didn't know that he had the horns right, and we see a scene with mm. him without the helmet on. And my first reaction was, how does he get the helmet on? Because magic. It has, the to magic. has to be magic. It's got big horns. People. Anyways,
0: everyone, make sure you watch Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max or any other digital streaming service if you're overseas on March 17th.
1: We're sponsored, by the way. No, we we're, we're, we we're, we're definitely not. Warner Brothers.
0: No, Warner Brothers hates independent things like us. I don't know. March is going to be like the greatest month ever. I tell you this. Well, I mean, it's my birthday, first things first. Yeah. But we get the c- c- series finale for WandaVision on March 5th. And also on March 5th, we get uh, uh, the new Disney princess movie, Raya and the Last Dragon. And oh, yeah. uh, and Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley's new movie, Chaos Walking, which has been like in development for years. And it's finally coming out on March 5th. But then my birthday's the week after that. And then the week after that, we get Justice League... And uh, Falcon, Lorna, and Soldier, and the Falcon, Lorna, Soldier will, episode two will be the week, the next week, and the week after that we get uh, Godzilla versus Kong. So March is going to be stacked, and I cannot it wait.
1: It is. It's going to be so good. Let's be honest. So good. Who's going to win? Kong? Team Kong all the way, all the way. Amen. Monkey, Monkey.
0: supremacy. Kong is going to shove that nuclear gorilla or nuclear dinosaur back to the deep depths of the earth.
1: I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. He took that weird axe thing and he yeah, was Yeah, like, he knows you what, know, he's what he's what, doing. I had enough thing. of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had enough of it. When he uppercutted Godzilla, he was like, you know, who is this mm-hmm. man? You know? Because now Mothra's going to come and she's going to take some.
0: It's going to be just like Batman versus Superman.
1: Do you think Mothra is going to help Godzilla or be on Team Monkey? Mothra Maki?
0: died in King of the Monsters.
1: Oh, yeah. But doesn't she have, like, an egg? I don't know. That, like, I, I don't know. Rehatches. Because I watched the original Godzilla movies, like, all of them. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, it gets pretty cheesy pretty oh, fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's, like, this thing of where, like, Mothra came back from an egg, but had all the pre-existing memory of the other Mothra, and immediately knew yes. when to fight with, like, Godzilla. It was insane. I've but...
0: never seen any of those. I've literally seen the 2014 Godzilla, which is what we're covering next week. It's uh, Kong Skull Island, and the King of the Monsters. I have not seen any of the older ones.
1: You gotta watch the original I'm pretty sure there's like, a Japanese lot of them original. are on
0: HBO Max, so I maybe I will watch them soon. But... Oh, yes. yes.
1: The original... Gojira. Gojira. Beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Anyways, Kong Skull Island is the my, one of my favorite blockbusters of the last five years. That thing. Have you seen Kong Skull Island?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Great like Five movie. times.
0: So good. I could watch it like five times in a day. I really could.
1: Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm.
0: Just the cinematography is actually what sells it to me the most. I think it is the best shot, big-budget movie in the last five years. Like, come on. Look look at this shot. Like, whoo!
1: Oh, yeah, the green. Yeah, like, he's going through with the sword it, and stuff. It's all
0: awesome. the shots of, like, Kong. Like, Look at that. Yeah,
1: just masterpiece. It really is. I love this
0: movie so much, and that's why we're going to cover it soon.
1: Soon, so, yes.
0: I think that we're doing that the week after Godzilla, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So we got to get ready for Godzilla versus Kong, where Go- where yeah. Kong is going to destroy the the lizard.
1: I think with Mecha Godzilla as well. They're both. Well, I th- I th- I've got
0: a theory. I think that Mecha Godzilla is parading around as Godzilla. It's so, like the 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 Godzilla that we're seeing is Mecha Godzilla, and that's who Kong is fighting. Uh-oh. But and then it's gonna be like you know, they team up to fight the bad guy, which is Godzilla, just like every other movie, where that where the two heroes fight. It's so like that. You know, well, Captain America: Civil yeah. War didn't do that because Captain America: Civil War actually had consequences. <laughs> it's not like they just made up in good day. Martha. Yeah, that's why I was saying. where's Mothra, like with the Martha scene, oh mm. uh, yeah. Actually, have you seen the Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition?
1: I think I have. I've heard it's
0: actually pretty good.
1: It definitely added more to the movie. Like, with, like, the Justice League... It's, like,
0: three hours long, so there's a lot more stuff going on. Yeah. I want to watch it. It's on HBO Max, so I'll be able to watch that like whenever I want. But, yeah. I'm very intrigued by the Ultimate Edition, because I've heard such good things. At least compared to the theatrical, so...
1: Why do they have the.? Like, I understand that you Warner... don't want the long run time, but, like, you're sacrificing the vision of the director. Well, yes.
0: Warner, Warner Brothers loves micromanaging every single detail of every single movie they make. It's so weird. Almost every director who's worked with DC in the past 10 years has talked about how they were, like, ready to force them to cut out, like, these scenes, which the directors thought were pivotal to their vision. Some stuck their ground. But sometimes they lost. Like, Wonder Woman, the, the first Wonder Woman, I really love. Except the third mm-hmm. act, it completely falls apart because they tried to go too big. Patty Jenkins said in an interview a few months ago that that was supposed to be much, much smaller. But Warner Brothers forced her to make it bigger, uh, to, to turn it, like, as big as it was. Uh. And, like, no, obviously the Justice League disaster happened with Joss Whedon. Uh, Batman mm-hmm. vs. Superman, they cut, they forced Zack Snyder to cut, like, 35 minutes out of it. Uh, the director of Birds of Prey, Kathy Yan, just came out last month and said that lo- she she would have loved to have more control uh, of the of the editing of the movie, but they kind of just shunned her out after the movie was finished filming. So, DC's got to oh. work on that.
1: Yeah. Warner Brothers, what are you doing,
0: mm-hmm. man? What are you doing? Yeah. And then, or, I didn't even bring up Suicide Squad, which I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> I words uh, cannot describe my feelings about that movie
1: it's there's only one good thing just, that came oh, out bad. of that movie
0: what what's the bad thing or the good thing
1: the good thing was margot yeah harley, Robbie's quinn. harley quinn
0: i'm so excited for uh james gunn's suicide squad oh yeah Oh, it's gonna be so good
1: he's the one who did uh guardians, guardians of the yes
0: one yes. two and then after this finishes he'll do three
1: I hope it's going to be like Guardians with, like, comedy mixed with action. I think
0: I think that's what they're going to do. I think that's where the Suicide Squad wor- works best. Like, they tried to do that in Suicide Squad 2016, but I think it just it <laughs> completely failed. The writing was terrible. Yeah. The editing of that movie makes me want to question it and give up on everything. You know what happened? Like, the, the reason it's so terrible is because they hired... The first trailer came out, and it was, like, a, pretty much a drama, which is what the movie was supposed to be. And everyone's like, oh, this looks interesting. Like, people have mixed thoughts. But then the second trailer comes out, and it's like got oh, these hip hop songs and the flashy colors. And it's like, wow, this looks really good. So then Warner Brothers hires the studio who made the trailer to edit the final cut of the movie. And that is why Suicide Squad, at least partly why Suicide Squad is such a disaster.
1: Mm-hmm. I can see why that would be a disaster that's why the entire time it felt like my brain was going through uh like it's it's a it's, it's, trip
0: yeah that's that's the only way to describe that movie but if you can even tell when you're on that trip that it's so terrible that's when you know they messed up
1: mm-hmm. it was pretty bad the action scenes it was hard to tell exactly it, what it was is going on. my
0: least favorite yeah. superhero movie i've ever seen
1: and Jared Leto. Poor Jared Leto.
0: I'm you no know, I'm excited to see him in Justice League. I think he deserved better. I, I, I his performance like wasn't amazing, but it was pretty good. But it's the his look that makes me wanna kill someone. Yes. How else are we supposed to know the Joker has mental health issues if the word damaged isn't tattooed on his forehead, you know? I
1: don't know, man.
0: And the way that he like, just rolls around in the suits and the slicked back green hair and the metal teeth—it's—it's
1: it's bad. <sighs> yeah, it's bad. And Mike, isn't there like a theory that he is like Jason Todd or something like that?
0: Oh, I actually never thought about it like that. Well, no, because Jared Leto's like forty nine.
1: Yeah, he's like the yes, same age. Yeah, he's ages, the same, same age as, as Ben part. Affleck.
0: So I don't think so. That is an interesting theory. You know. Zack Snyder literally just talked about it. he pitched back to DC in like twenty sixteen a mini series about uh how the Joker killed Robin. And they uh, they turned him down.
1: Yeah, DC's not I doing so really
0: wanna see that because they tease us in Batman vs. Superman with the, the Robin suit on the like in the Batcave and it just says, Ha ha ha, who's laughing now, Batman? And like you're not gonna give us anything more.
1: Mm-hmm. Not cool. Not not cool, cool
0: guys. So you want to loop back around to Soul?
1: Sure, I'll loop back.
0: Tell me anything about this movie, John.
1: Alrighty, so. Pacing of the movie, pretty good, I have to say. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It it seemed longer than it... Wait, no. How do I say it? Like, the movie, when I looked at the movie time, I was like, this doesn't seem right. But then by the time I finished it, it was like, this seems perfect." Yeah, fine. Yeah,
0: the, the, there's 20 minutes of credits. Yeah. There's literally 20 minutes left when the movie ends. It's so cool. weird. I remember getting up, like, to watch this on Christmas morning at 3 a.m. per usual. And I saw the runtime. I was like, wow, an hour and fifty minutes. Good on you, Pixar. Then, just 90 minutes in, just... Nope, that's it. Twenty minutes of nothing relevant.
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder in those twenty minutes that I have not watched and probably will not watch, if there's a post credit. There scene. is not,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> this is not the Marvel cinematic universe.
1: Imagine if they started doing I that though, like Pixar started... I'd hurt someone.
0: You know, well Pixar does... they... you're aware of the Pixar theory, right? Uh no. So it's, it's essentially a theory. That has a lot of evidence backing it that every Pixar movie takes place in the same timeline, time but like thousands of years apart. So it starts with the good dinosaur and the asteroid mist, the planet. Then humans and dinosaurs evolve together until eventually the humans overpower and make the dinosaurs go extinct. And then we get to Brave. And the witch in Brave is, uh, is Boo from Monsters, Inc. Because uh, she has, like, a wooden statue of Sully, as well as, like, the Pizza uh-huh. Planet truck and the Pixar ball. Because like, they're supposed to just be Easter eggs, but they have connections to Monsters, Inc. So, you know, thousands of years go by. The, we have the rise of the humans and the fall of the humans uh, as they, you know, they go up in the Axiom and Wally, and mm. But while the, while they're up in the space and before everything just turns, like, brown like it is in Wally, that's when we have the cars, yeah, so the car in bet- so in between like humanity and Wall-E is where the cars takes place, and like during humanity uh, syndrome, like you know how he made like the, the his AI and his robots were the start of the like the, the rise of humanity, and there's also this thing like the reason toys come to life is about love and how toys die when there's there's no love left, and that's how the cars are alive because how people love their cars. Then uh, so the cars go extinct, Wally happens, humans go back to Earth, and that's when uh a bug's life takes place, like a couple thousand years after the humans come back, the world is cleaned up, that's when we have a bug's life. And then a hundred thousand years after that, the humans have evolved into the monsters. For Monsters Inc. And like you know, th- they try to make it so like they're, they're like living in an alternate world where they go into the alternate dimension where the humans are. But no, they're time traveling. The doors represent time travel, and that's how they go back to humans. And Boo was so fascinated yeah. with how the monsters did this that leads her to discover the time travel, and that's how we see her in Brave. What? And then this so uh, onward fits, and you know, onward like takes place on another planet. But if you look at the shape of the mountain in onward, it is very, very similar to the shape of the axiom from Wally. So we can suspect that, you know, the humans went up in a, a couple thousand spaceships. One of them finds this inhabitable planet, which becomes the planet that onward takes place on. And the humans, you know, they find magic. They, ev- and, they and then they evolve into like these mermaids, these elves, these dwarfs, etc. And that's how we have onward. It's So elaborately done, Um, there's so many videos on it, and there's so many people that can explain it better than I did, but...
1: Yeah. That's insane. That's like the Stephen King universe and how it's all connected.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what it's based on. Yeah. So anyways... I got my mind blown. Soul is a tremendous movie that we can't really think a lot to talk about. Uh, Oh, what did you think of the best character, Des? Dez. The barber.
1: Oh yes, now Dez, what a great guy! I mean, if he was my barber, let's just say I'd be getting a haircut every day. Mm-hmm.
0: I think um, that the barbershop scene might be my favorite in the movie. It's, it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. between the barbershop scene and uh, the scene between Joe and Dorothy Williams after the show is, o- after the show's over, and she tells him the story about like the fish. I think those good. are my two favorite scenes, but the barbershop scene is so good because you know des you'd find out that he wanted to be a veterinarian but there's so many other things going on in his life that led to him find finding barbershop and having this this store now and yeah it's mm-hmm. great scene i don't know it
1: ha- i think yeah definitely the barbershop scene mm. was amazing uh and then i also wait i don't know i thought i had another scene in mind but Mostly just the barbershop scene yeah. for me. I feel like it had a nice message yeah. of like, you can find happiness in anything mm-hmm. or something like that.
0: Let's see. Uh, I'm just scrolling right through. Okay. Yeah, and in that barbershop scene is when we get the quote, Is all this living really worth dying for? And that, the first time I heard that, I like stepped back, I leaned back in my chair. It's like, Whoa. That's some That's powerful stuff right there.
1: I'm 14 and this is this deep. Is deep.
0: <laughs> and you know, and then we also have the line I think I brought about talked about it earlier. It's like the I'm just afraid if I died today, my life would have amounted to nothing. It's that, that hit. yeah, that hit too. And then especially the uh, this is yes, I meant to talk about this right when we started, but I completely forgot. In the last scene, when Joe is talking to Jerry, and uh, Jerry says. We're in the business of inspiration, Joe, but it's not often we find ourselves inspired. Like the the I I got chills just saying that. This movie is so good in every single way. And it actually makes me glad that Pixar has leaving sequels behind. So like they said Toy Story Four will be their last ever sequel, which makes me happy, because even though some of their sequels have been really good. Pixar definitely strives when they're making original content. So if they continue yeah. making movies in the vein of Soul... Even if like, they're half as good as Soul... Then they're still going to be tremendous. Pixar mm-hmm. is the best animation studio... Uh, on the planet, in my opinion. And this just further solidifies that.
1: Yeah, I think they're great. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this video on YouTube... About these people who copycat Pixar on like almost every movie yes I've have seen, I've seen, seen those yes and it's like nightmare fuel mm-hmm. i have seen that oh. <sighs> yeah. all
0: right that well hurts. i think that might be it for today
1: it it might yeah. be uh
0: well i have been scotty one of your hosts
1: and i have been john you can find, another one you can
0: first. find us on instagram and twitter at diving deep underscore pod i believe that's what we are on both yes it is And on Twitter, you can follow me, at scaudio365. You can follow Sean at johnbird35165518. Hope you all have a tremendous day. Come back next week to to hear us talk about Godzilla 2014. Uh, Signing off, Scotty and John. Goodbye.